Luckily, today, I am not alone. I'm with Begsy. I'm with Bondi. Because these games matter. And when they matter, everyone shows up. Because that's what we do on the network. And when they lose, you need emotional support. You oh, need your, up. You need your friends there to comfort you. And yeah, Better yet, you, know, you need physical support. You know, I need, I need a handshake right here. I need another one right here. We got to make it fun. We got to make it fun for the people. Somehow, some way. Because our people, they're sad. I think we also have to go, we got to be here for you because, you know, Bertanen could score 20 at any time. He almost had like a hat trick yeah. today. He could have scored three times. That's, so, that's you know, true. That's we true. We got to be here for you when you shotgun the three tall cans. Honestly, I'll be you can't real. Drive home that I'll night. be real. What would I rather take? The loss or Bertanen scoring three goals to push me to, to shotgun three beers? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I think the answer is clearly you're not a team player. <laughs> exactly, bro. Because if you were really a Canucks fan, you'd be like, all right, I'll take no, the fucking, I'll hey, take the three goals. Bondi was about to give Jacob Markstrom his meniscus. You I was going to donate my meniscus here. Come take on, my, Kyle. Take my knee. Come on. Yeah, you know what it is, yo. Honest person. Honest podcast. Let's go. Sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. <laughs> Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation and Nux Misconduct. And most importantly, the Posted Up Studios. Yes, the Posted Up Studios. Once again, I said Nux Misconduct. Go get the network, okay? You get four shows with one swipe, one tap. Patrick Johnston, we hate him. I know he doesn't like being sweared at. This is the third time I'm putting this on record. Fuck Patrick Johnston. He's going against our boy, Trev Beggs. And I'm loyal. I'm loyal. It is what it is. Speaking of Trevor, he's to my right. Bondi, to my left. How's it going, guys? Yeah, well, I heard uh, Bondi's interview with Patrick Johnson. Bondi, Johnston. Great job. Yeah, it's, it's fine. John- let's Johnson. Him, Johnson. No, 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 let's call him Johnson. It's a silent. Johnson. I'm not giving him that T. I, I have a friend called. You need to earn I, that I have, T. I have a, to Trevor. It's, I have a friend with the same last name. You know, it's a silent T. You know, it's, it's, it doesn't yeah, matter. Man, straight uh, up. You know, great interview. It sounded like a great Thank time. You. I appreciate uh, it. But you know he was trashing the name Nux Misconduct. Like Nux Army, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like Yo. a bunch of fanboys, man. At least Nux Misconduct has that originality. Yo. Is the enforcer I would, of I would, Canucks blog? See, I would argue that Canucks, the name Canucks Army, is stolen valor, and Ooh. they should all be uh, arrested. It's just a federal crime, stolen valor. So <laughs> there you go. I think anyone who writes for Bond, that site Bondi's should be court, arrested. We're bringing it to Bondi's court. <laughs> oh shit! I would, do I have Bondi's court on here? I don't even know that shit's loaded up. No, but I do have Benning Bros and Tim Schaller. <laughs> Oh, man. Welcome to Sipping on a 40 once again. The Canucks tonight. Man, you know what? We got to play this. The whole episode. Crying alone. Search this on YouTube <laughs> so we give them the shout out. Because this is how my city feels right now. My city is sad. And that third period was, that was sports. That was that was truly de- the definition of sports. <laughs> Everything happened in that third period. This loss sucks. It really does. Calgary gets that win. And overtime comes back. And then, yeah. You can't lose to Arizona. They, the Canucks lost to their biggest rivals in the NHL today, and it was the Arizona Coyotes. And the biggest know. game ever against the Phoenix slash Arizona Coyotes, and they lost it. Doesn't it suck to lose to your rival? Like, this actually hurts me. I don't like losing to Arizona. I never... Was Phoenix even our rival before? They are now. This season? Nah, they are now, yeah. The they rest of the now. season, these next two games? These games come matter. Up. It was kind of physical today. I'm, tell, I'm calling it right now the biggest rival in the NHL for the, the Vancouver Canucks, and it speaks volumes to what this team has done to its, itself and its fans over the last five years. If you suck, you don't, got, you don't got nothing. You don't got rivals. 
And if you if you do have rivals, there are other teams that suck. So Arizona is one of their rivals. That loss that loss sucked, man. Yeah, not quite the Chicago rivalry, but I have to go with the Arizona rivalry because, I mean, in August, I was talking about these teams going to be fighting for a wild card spot in March. And you know what? I, I told my mom, I'm like, one of my predictions came true. There yeah, you go. It actually came true. That must feel good. Anytime you're trying I wonder to... I how many of uh, Patrick Johnston's uh, yeah, predictions ever came true. Straight but up. But you're not as head-on as that one. Yeah, not that Adam got that one, that's for sure. So Yeah. Oh, I mean, the whisper. <laughs> taking a couple L's. Yo, I guarantee he will never tweet that, like, using the whisper thing ever again. That was a shot. Yeah. And it would have been sick if it actually came true, because anytime you dropped it, you would know, you know, oh, shit, this is actually oh, going shit. down. Oh, shit, he's hearing this, whispers. Yeah, if this dude's whispering, <laughs> shit's going down. But he will never whisper. I'll never whisper again. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. Enough with the whispers, though. I'm sad. <laughs> you hear the music. Legit, I'm sad. You know, when they were up 2-1, we had the ACDC going on in the back, and I'm like, yo, this is life. This is what life's all about. I got a couple beers. We're watching the Canucks. Big dub against their biggest rivalry. Rivals, man, it was great. And then, just like that. Second straight game, they've blown a third-period lead. You know, I'm sad for Stetcher. I really am. It was a it was a tough game for him. He was fighting the puck in the third period, and that and that bounce off his skate. I mean, he's he's been through a lot recently. He's been, been through, through a lot. lot. He's been through a lot. You know, trade deadline rumors. It's probably hard on him, the girlfriend, the family. You think he's probably he's, he's probably looking at his foot right now. Like he is. He's, he's looking at down at his foot it's like you motherfucker. <laughs> that your that you that bounce is gonna get me traded off this fucking team in the summer. Yeah, who's a bigger motherfucker, Patrick Johnson or that foot? Or, or Brandon Sutter. Three-part <laughs> oh. question. Oh, yeah, definitely Brandon Sutter. Oh, okay. I'm okay. still not over. I'm still not over the fact he was in a perfect position to shoot on Sunday oh, and man. decides okay. to pass Enough it. Sutter talk. No. Enough Sutter talk. I, I will man. never I will, if they Enough miss the Sutter playoffs talk. because of that. Enough oh, man. Patrick oh, Johnson's one time on the Vote first for period here, totally Vote for Bagsy. Vote for Bagsy. But do listen to that conversation between Bondi and Patrick Johnson. That was, that was a great conversation. That whole Markstrom story. I didn't even know this guy gained a thousand followers from that. All like, really? Trevor, man, you gotta work harder, man. Yeah, I do. Legit. Like I do. you win the tournament yeah. for us. Like you gotta. He you also gotta he also did up. confirm. I asked him like, how much of you breaking news is you hear the Trevor Biggs footsteps behind you, and you gotta start <laughs> you gotta start upping your game. He's like, yeah, no, it's true. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! Damn, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I've grown by like a, a whole hundred followers in 2020. So you know, thank you, thank you, everybody. Whoa, it's whoa, whoa! Big whoa. moment. That's why. It- Yo, legit. 100%. I think I think I think Trevor has more followers than me and you combined. Oh, doubled, doubled. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't know what it is. It's the dance moves. It's the charm. Yeah, I get. I, actually, ever, I get it. I get it. Probably, Ever I get since it. I uploaded the photo of me here on the microphone in the studio. Ooh, see, I have I have a very similar photo, and nothing's <laughs> happened to me. I think it's just. I think it's just because I, I I've concluded Bondi, that no. I'm just I'm just way uglier than Trevor. I think oh, that's yeah. all it is. That's, probably, it. that's it. That's it. I don't have the looks. I don't have the I'm rugged. Uglier than Trevor. I don't have the it rugged looks. It is uh, what it is. Hey it man, is what it is. Gotta thank my mom. I'm a, I'm like an Ashton Kutcher, you know, or like a Michael Kelso. Yeah, just you coasting are. through life on the Dude, good looks. You exactly. are. This guy's actually like Kelso. Honestly, it's true. Hundred yeah. percent. I can see it. I can see it. Thanks, okay, yo, I got this. I got this DM today. Who's the Kelso of the Vancouver Canucks? Rake. Oh, um. Everyone's going to go Jake for 10. I'm right? going to go Jake for 10, too. Yeah. Should we talk about Jake before I talk about this? No, Kay. no, but we'll, we'll end up on some positivity with Jake before we go to break. Yeah. But I, I do want to talk about this. Canucks, they lose 4-2 to the Coyotes. Biggest loss. Yeah, this, it, does, it doesn't compare to Game 7 against Boston in 2011. But I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's in the top 10 worst losses in Canucks history. Bro, you... Right now. <laughs> just right now. The way it feels. 
You gotta imagine. Like I said, we had the beers. We out. waited. We waited five years for meaningful games, and this is what happens. You lose to the Coyotes, and it sucks. Did you ever think, when you were a child, you know, thirteen years old, fourteen years old, or throughout high school, when the Sedins are dominating, did you ever feel like you would be affected by a coyote, a loss to the Coyotes? No, no, that's pathetic. We're the Vancouver Canucks, but today in twenty twenty. And what's happened in the last four years, this loss actually sucks, man. Look at the standings. Well, I've been honest. I haven't looked at the standings once since Sunday. I actually haven't. Not at all. That's probably for the best. And and now I don't want to look, but can someone look for me and just, well, for, just tell us? First off, I think our listeners. you, you got to stop with the sadness, man. You got to stop it. Honestly, <sighs> it's one of those games tonight where, you know, the Canucks lost. It was hard, but they were still the better team again. And at some point, they got to find a way to start winning these games. But right now, they're not playing terrible hockey. They played a good game against Columbus, and they got better and better tonight against th- throughout the night against Arizona. You know, wait, we wait, had two, wait, wait. Ba- Trevor, two Trevor, bad Trevor, bounces. Can you start all over right there? Can you oh start all over God. just for our people, man? If we're going to do it like this, get out. Now, Positivity say it from the top. Hour? Say it from the top. No, seriously. The Canucks, they've been playing good hockey right now. You just heard me say it. I know you want to put that happy music on in the background. But, you know, the Canucks have definitely still get this done, man. Honestly. And, again, they got to find a way to start winning these games. But they had some bad bounces tonight, and I think it's got to go the way at some point, right. too. So, I didn't watch the first two periods because I was busy out uh, covering the Boys Provincial Championships basketball at the LEC. Okay. Good um, shit. Reporter. Doing my thing. Yeah, doing your thing. Doing Ladies. my thing. Um, what happened to the first two periods? I, okay, I saw the replay of the first goal that Demko led in, and that was, that was just, I was, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I what cr- the I, fuck? I almost cried after I saw that goal. <laughs> Well, I felt bad for him. Like you understand. Yeah, yeah. Like it was this tough. guy's it was tough. ever since he got you know the starting role, he was thrown into the fire. It's like this guy just like bad luck has been following this guy or bad goals. And whether that that isn't his fault or both. not, if, if that's not his both. fault, so be it. But it was still a bad goal, and it's happened every game so far, and it's uh, it's tough. And Bondi alluded to this after the three-two goal. It's it's not like the goals were his fault, but the Canucks aren't getting that save. And Markstrom was doing that for a long time. Uh, I, I don't he know, was man. always making that save. He was it's always like, making. He was I think, always making that okay. save. And remember, the I save that bail, the saves that bails a team out. Yo, yeah. Demko doesn't seem to have made I that said, so far. When it was two one and went to break, I said I was like, "Yo, Arizona's gonna like put it on right now." De- I, I see Demko making two or three big saves because I just like, "Yo, the Canucks are gonna win," you know. But they're gonna need those crazy saves, and it wasn't his fault that those turnovers happened. But fuck, man, the, the Canucks are built off, or their their success this year has so much to do with Markstrom just bailing them out. Yeah, you're right about that, but I, I would look back at this game too, and the Coyotes had almost 40 shots, and Demko might have had a chance on the one, the third goal, the deflection goal, but the first two were like the just crazy, weird bounces that... How many shots did the Canucks have? Around they, that time. They were, yeah, that they were about mid-30s. They yeah. don't have it in front of me. So they got out there. Tell me they got out shot, shot again. By yeah. their That's biggest, the by, issue. By their That's the issue. It, it is an issue, for sure. I think the When you don't have Marks from bailing about getting outshot every game, how are you expected to keep a playoff spot? Yeah, no, you make a good point. I do think I remember the Coyotes in the first period kind of piled up, piled up the shots on the power play. Like it even strength the shots were about even. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, and then the Canucks had the second period a bit, and then I say in the third, you know, they got those two goals, and then the Coyotes had kind of poured on. They had some chances there. Can I just not, not no great chances. Sorry, but. can I just say one thing? Brendan Bachelor, great play by play guy. Yo, great. Can we get yo? Dude, 100%. I was. I've been saying that I, too for like I, a year I was, and a half now. 
I was uh, I was listening to the play by play of the game after I got my homestyle chicken sandwich from Wendy's, and it worked, right? Shout out to the Wendy's on Two Hundred Street in okay. Langley. There okay, we go. Shout out, shout They've out. They've been feeding me well the last two weeks <laughs> at the after games at the LEC. Okay, okay. And I was emotionally invested in this game because of that play uh, that play by play, like nothing Match. else. I was fist bumping, all kind of crushing a chicken sandwich <laughs> in the car, bombing down the highway. Yeah, he's got to be one of your next guests, man. Honestly, oh, yeah, I would no. Up. I just want first first question. Just shake his hand. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, Thank you for your service. He actually supplies an experience. Like it's yeah. good. It's, it's hard to replace or be as good or similar to John Shorthouse. You know that radio experience. That yeah, John he Shorthouse is though. And he is. his it, ha- it grew on me like hundred percent in the beginning. I didn't really fuck with it. It's more of a a thing that I wasn't used to. But yo, I, he he puts on a show when the games are good. Yo, Batch, he puts on a show. Yeah, Real he time. sure does, man. I like that. You know, a little spin of like a little bit of positivity. We'll segue into our last bit of positivity before we have to cut to a break. And Trevor will tell us a fun story about ECDC. Oh. For Tannen. Not going to front. That was one of the best games of his career. Yeah, I thought you were going to shotgun those beers tonight, honestly. Like, yeah. he, he was buzzing. He was all over the Sorry, areas. he's playing on the second line. He was playing yeah. on the second Yeah. Well, See, it's, it's funny because Louis started the game there, but, like, I, I want to say halfway through the first, they I, were You know what? Hey, I'm it. all for... Is the, Louis not the worst player in the NHL tonight? So like, <laughs> shit. Dude, I'm all for the fun and games. Like, oh, Louis, he's so good on the empty nets. Get the fuck out of here when it comes to, like, playing consistently on the second line. Like, 100%. hey, I like, I like jokes. I like the memes as much as the next guy, but let's be real. Louis Erickson was never going to be a long-term solution on that second line. 100%. He just wasn't. Yeah. So I'm glad to see someone like Jake Vertanen getting that shot. I was hoping it was going to be Brock Besser, but he's injured. So Vertanen's making the most of it right he now, is, though. He, he looked fantastic, fantastic tonight. He was flying. He's and his flying, dog won flying. the race. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? What a knife for the Vertanen No, there family. was a moment you missed it. It, it, it would have been... Oh, did they, have, they had a dog race again. It, yeah, I heard. It, it would have... This would have been a moment if the Canucks pulled off the dub. Real talk. Okay, so after... After the second goal, so Jake Rattanen, long shift in the defensive zone, forces a turnover, gets a two-on-one, shoots it, rebound goes to Pearson, it goes in, right? Rattanen's had a hell of a yeah, game. Yeah, two-one. He yeah. goes to the bench, and JT Miller, he runs over to J- JV on the bench, puts his, puts his arm around him, and he's just talking to him like this. He's just talking to him. We don't know what he's saying, but the arm was over the shoulder, and JT Miller was talking to JV. That would have been the moment, because I guarantee Miller was like, yo, you, you doing it for us tonight. You're killing it, and nobody will remember that because... Your Canucks, they lost to the Arizona Coyotes or the Phoenix Coyotes, their biggest rival in the NHL. <laughs> Real talk. This is uh, this game meant so much. It's to be continued. In this I, haven't, I haven't looked at the standings. I don't want to cry. You want you want, like you want, this, you want I some wish ha- I had a girlfriend. Okay, okay, do you want some happy music? I have some good news I for you. I don't. What, what? What's, what's going on? The Canucks are still in the playoffs. Oh, shit. Okay, holding okay. down the first wild card Okay, spot. you got to say that again for the people, man. All right, your Vancouver Canucks at least for the next few hours, are still in a playoff spot. Two hours? Oh. For at least like eight hours. First like, wildcard spot. I'll wake up in the First morning, wildcard right? spot. still be in the playoffs? Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. We good. What the fuck? What, what, the fuck? <laughs> what are we stressing what about? What the fuck? <laughs> it's all about? good, man. We in the it's playoffs? all good. Oh, shit. It's playoff time. Man, we in the Tailgate, playoffs? Tailgate, man. Let's go. Tailgate, yo. All that food, all those good times, all those all those media people, including, including that 
Yo, maybe yeah, after the Patrick Johnson, man. Maybe after the break, we can talk about what I can bring other than un. No, that's what other you're than dry chicken. That's breast. what you're bringing. No, oh, I'm just gonna eat that's, that. That's what you're I don't know. That's what you're bringing, though. And can you bring not six, my problem? Can you bring sixty? <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. I'll, I'll bring some live chickens. You know, we'll, we'll get it done there. Oh man. Oh. Okay, okay. The Canucks lose to their biggest rivals once again, four-two. They blew a third-period lead, but it is okay because they're still in a playoff spot, and it's March third, and you hear the music in the background. And also, Trevor on the other side is going to talk about. The first concert he ever went to, and it was an ACDC concert. Oh, nice. True story. That's Great incredible. Night. That's incredible. You only hear these stories on the Nuts Misconduct Network and sipping on a 40. Okay, okay. We are back on sipping on a 40. Bondi, Begsy with me. Go get the whole Nuts Misconduct Network. Where, where dreams are possible and, and fun is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. All right. That, that's that's the network motto, yo. Fun. Who's who's the new dude on on the team? Was Zach McEwen? No, Bailey. What was Justin dude Bailey? Name? No, the dude that's Guillaume Brisebah. Jalen Chatfield. The dude is on the Nux misconduct. The new dude on the. Oh, Nux Bailey Chambers. Oh, Bailey Chambers. Ba a new addition to the Nux misconduct Ooh, team. What's up, Bailey Chambers? Here Bailey we go. Is he writing? So yeah. This, oh, wrote nice. First article so this, this week. dude, he he lives in Indianapolis. Well, because he was school there. Yeah. So it's not Indianapolis. No, Indianapolis in Indiana. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, crazy. That, that's, okay. Is he a Colts fan? No, I think he I just goes to school there. Yeah, oh, I haven't talked to him about the Colts yet. Yeah. Because those, yeah, those are the people that we get on Nux Misconduct, man. People who go to school in Indianapolis. You guys want to know a fun fact? You might have what? seen this in the Nux Misconduct Slack, but uh, do you know the one NHL player from Indiana to play over a thousand NHL games? Is this what this dude dropped to get the job? No, it isn't. No, I asked him this. I thought he came in like Yo, <laughs> from Indiana. Yeah, he was a former Vancouver Canuck, over a thousand games in the NHL. So he's American, dude. Canuck, American from the nineties. Nah, you guys won't get this. It's, no, no. What, okay, no, all right, go for it. Who's from Indiana? Give us, give us a position, like enforcer, enforcer from the nineties, American. Enforcer from the nineties. Maybe early 2000s even. Early 2000s. Oh, the eyebrows are raising for the millennials. No, no, no. I, I'm not, I'm not going to get this, man. I, I really I was going to say gonna Donald Brashear. Donald Brashear. Oh, shit. He's a... Nick Bondi, man. I was that was honestly that. a Great total job, guess on dark. I thought he was yeah. Canadian. I was, yeah, I yeah, thought he, he was, was He's from Indiana? He was raised in Quebec City, but he's born in Indiana. Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. what, he spent like six months in Indiana? I have no idea, but apparently, oh, I think he was man. like a few years old. I can't remember, but he's definitely... Man. Donald Brashear. Oh, man, Donald yeah. Brashear. Hey, no, Bondi, that's Brashear amazing, talk. Great job. People who are living in Indianapolis, riding on the Nux Misconduct website, go check it out. Whole bunch of new shit. Go get the network, too. Four shows, one swipe, one tap. Boom, bam, you just made your hockey life a little bit better. Uh, probably not a lot better, let's be real, because if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you cheer for that team in Vancouver, and they lost to the Arizona Coyotes, 4-2. to two. But they're still in the playoffs, spot. And they're still in the playoffs, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times, man, good times. You want to hear about my ACDC story? Not, yeah, that, that's what we're going right. to do. So your first concert was ACDC? My first ever my concert, first concert was Van Halen. Van, Van Halen. Halen? Nice, Van man. Halen. Not, bad. not bad. You know what we got to do show. when we have fun, man. What's this in the background? A little remix going on. Oh, it's the happy music still. <laughs> oh, there you go, baby. What well, we have Nelly fun. Furtado in the background with ACDC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. I I'll put it like this, man. To be honest, I was a sheltered child. Sheltered. I went to my first concert and my first Canuck game in the same year when I was 15. Wow. Fun fact: I actually had sex before I went to a Canucks game or a concert. Wow. Oh, wow. Is that nice, weird? nice humble that brag, weird? bro. <laughs> you had sex? Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. First and only time. First and only time. 
um, ACDC, AC man. I went with my best friend, my best friend's mom. Okay. Which was, which is a little weird because yeah, she was yeah. Anyways, what? And, and then, <laughs> she was what? <laughs> oh, she was very. Yeah. No, she's very strict. I made it like that. <laughs> no, she was. Trevor she, has she sex was, once <laughs> and he's trying to bang his friend's mom. Yeah, Jesus, I'm so confused, bro. Yeah. She was, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yo, I hope this is not Jack, bro. Straight up, bro. <laughs> Oh man, no, it's not Jack. Great size, great size. Okay, first show, ACDC concert. You're with the mom. Jack's mom's actually hot. Best friends. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, (laughs) ACDC. I guess you you would meet a lot of you know older ladies, older beautiful. Oh, I saw I saw tits on the first song on the screen. My first concert, first song. I think it was um, uh, it was it was off their album that came out in like 2010, that Black Ice album. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't remember the exact song, but it was one of their newer songs, and they were playing it. And yeah, yeah, there was like tits all over the screen. It was my first song at my first concert. Like someone yeah. flashed her tits. Yeah, too, like multiple like, chicks were like that. That, that, that must be the uh, like the ultimate feeling of freedom, right? Yeah, exactly. So you, you're just feeling rebellious. You got some titties. You just want to show them to everyone at a rock concert. No, you feeling like you feeling like you're the shit for like five minutes there. That's awesome. R- real story. Honest person. Honest podcast. I went to an open practice for the Canucks when I was 15. I was just being an idiot, right? So the camera went on me, and I flashed him, too. And this stuff, yeah. <laughs> That's a true story. You, you, fla- you flashed him man titties. <laughs> yeah, man titties. That was what, what happened? Did you get kicked out? No, no. They, oh. just, they just, like, <laughs> they just cut the camera. And I don't know if you ever heard the story about me at a Canuck game that Trevor was at, but we didn't see each other. No, oh, I we didn't know we, we didn't know we were at the game, and it was game one against L.A. in the playoffs. And they, they were doing yeah. the camera thing, so they put put the camera on people, and you got to dance. And I went up there, like they got it on me, and I started dancing. I started breaking down like crazy, right? And then Trevor texted me, he's like, "Yo, I just saw you. I'm at the game too." And then it was the funniest thing, man. The crowd was going nuts crowd for this was going guy. Nuts. Then going, like, they hey, well, okay. like twenty seconds what was of screen time. time. And then going, he's just going wild. He just was like shaking around, like heads bobbing all over the place. Real story. Going into the third period, this is after Willie Mitchell scored to give the Kings the lead. Going into the third period after the break to pump the crowd up, they played my video. They played me dancing <laughs> yeah. to pump the crowd up in a playoff game. So right there, right there. That's yeah, that, that was a flex. Yeah, that was a great moment. Great hey, moment, they, moment. They, they should they should play that video again. Find it before the next game against Colorado. Oh yeah, straight up, it would get the people going. Well, we actually lost that game, so you know, real talk. <laughs> obviously, it didn't work. Yeah, that's it why. Work, that's why work. it went into okay, oblivion. Okay, ACDC fucking story. Okay, was it a great concert? What songs? Fantastic did they play? concert. What was the best song they played? The best moment. Oh man! Well, one of the best moments is they had the, one of the crazy long stages that like went way into the crowd, and Angus Young would just like do his thing and like um, yeah. do the Chuck Berry all the way down. He's like on one foot. And what the fuck's a Chuck crazy. Berry? That's when you're like dancing with the guitar and you're like, yeah, put, I know what, I know what, I know what you're talking about. Angus, Angus, Angus Young, he's the lead guitarist. Of AC/DC. I feel bad for him. He's like seven years old, still has to do like the school crap. schoolboy outfit. I think That's he loves be just it fucking, though, man. He loves it. He He's loves probably it. making millions of dollars. He doesn't oh, give yeah, a fuck. I think he oh, loves he loves it. it. He loves it. Dude, his energy when I saw him was crazy, man. This guy's like on cocaine just like 24-7. <laughs> Damn, bro. Or he See, looks that way at least. Well, bro, I'm like, you know what? After reading this Anthony Kiedis book, it's just like, bro. Did I tell you about the time I saw. Cocaine just like comes everywhere, you know? When I yeah, saw Ozzy Osbourne live, this was about 10 years ago. He had to huff oxygen in between songs. What he had an oxygen tank. He had an oxygen tank on stage. He would huff. He would just put the oxygen mask in his face, huff oxygen, then go and like rock on the mic back and forth, sing what? Crazy Train, go get some more oxygen. Holy shit, man. Damn, yeah. Wow. Ozzy Osbourne, what a legend. What do you think keeps these rock stars going? Money. 
No, man, it's got to be the love, too. You can't have that much money. I think they just get bored. Like, what else would they do? Yeah, yeah. How much money do you know. actually I think, I think, right. I think the Rolling Stones. Yeah. They're like almost 80. Yeah. And still I think Charlie Watts would drop dead if he wasn't drumming for Yo, the Rolling Stones. Conspiracy yeah. theory. Maybe the Rolling Stones, maybe they just want to buy the world. Maybe they're just saving up all their money. Maybe they're maybe they're trying Think to be. Think about the, how long they've been doing this. Like maybe what sixty years? What if they? Probably that's a, that. Damn, bro, that's a lot of money. If what, they just save, what if like, they're what? trying to be just like the oldest human beings of all time? You know, they have some like crazy uh, technology they're investing yeah. in, like worth millions of dollars, to trying to stay alive damn, forever. That would be inspirational if they if they got to a hundred and just playing. Okay, yeah. one more thing before we we get out of here. I, I had someone message me and they wanted wanted to talk to. Uh, they wanted me to talk about Antoine Roussel. This guy's name is uh, Montavi. Montavi. He's like, yo, talk about Anton Roussel. Okay. And what's going on there with him? And yeah, here's, here, here's my thing about Anton Roussel. Why the fuck was he on the ice with Empty Net tonight? I think it was just a long shift. Who the fuck? Get the fuck off the <laughs> ice, I thought he man. Had, okay, I thought he had a couple what's good the, periods in the first. What the fuck first? are you thinking putting him over Elias Pedersen? The oh, fuck's man. going on there? Bro. Yeah, no, I, that, absolute that, bullshit. That part's inexcusable. I, I'm trying to see the logic here. I, I think he had, a couple, no, yeah, he had a couple good shifts in the first period. And then, but I kept seeing him like playing on the power play and struggling up there in the second. And I was even thinking like a guy like Tyler Mott. I was like, if you're gonna put Roussel in the power play, like just try Tyler Ooh. Mott, like seriously. So that's that's how it's. Because it a couple good shifts, no consistency. I mean, this guy was effective last year, and obviously that injury has. It's obvious. It's, it just kind of slowed him down. One hundred percent. He wants to play the same way, but that that injury for now is kind of hampering that. Anyways, I'm still a big Roussel fan. I, I feel like he plays the game the right way. And also, I saw this dude, you know, talk to a kid and take photos with him outside of the casino one time. And I was like, yo, this dude's a dope dude. What the hell is so, a kid doing outside okay. a casino? Just waiting, <laughs> just waiting for, just waiting, waiting for Roussel to come out. Oh, I thought, doing like I thought he was trying there. to get in and play uh, blackjack or something. Roussel, no, can, it, can you get me in? Yeah. It was one of those things that, that Roussel, bought, can you boot for me, bro? That, that bought, that bought what? The rest of the season for me and Roussel. So, like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to trash this guy too much because... Even though he's not playing to the standard that people want to play, play because he's an effective player. We all know it. When he's yeah. going, he's going. But I think that step that he's lost is really, really throwing him off. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I agree. And well, yeah, we got some games left, eh, boys? Some games left. All you Canucks fans, sixteen games left in total, I believe. Sixteen. Yeah, okay, six you know what? You know done. Why, why doesn't Trevor just end it off with this damn positivity? Because that's, that's what our city needs. So my name's Kyle. That's Bondi. This was sipping on a 40. The floor is yours, Trevor. Here's my positivity, and I'm going to think way into the future here. I'm going to get a little airy-fairy. Canucks play Colorado on Friday. I hope my number one opponent that I want to see the Canucks face in the playoffs if they make it is the Colorado Avalanche. And hear me out. I realistically, <laughs> I'm having a hard time thinking that they're going to slip into the top three in the Pacific. And if they're a wildcard team, out of Vegas, St. Louis, and Colorado, which would be the three teams they'd face if they are in one of those wildcard spots. <laughs> I'd love to see them face Colorado by a mile. I think Vegas would kill us. I think St. Louis would beat us and be boring. Colorado would, would beat us. Maybe not as bad as Vegas, but it'd be a fucking fun series. Hughes, McCarr, great storylines. Pedersen, McKinnon. Oh, man. that The dream matchup for the Canucks right now, other than facing like an Arizona or, uh, you know, Calgary or a team we'd actually beat because that's probably not happening right now. So, positivity train. We're going to lose in the first round to the Colorado Avalanche. Woo!